Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most Wisconsin-centric bachelor recap podcast ever. That's Probably. Right. Probably. Probably. I, I mean, I don't know about anyone else in Wisconsin who does a bachelor podcast, so. Yeah, we've got to be we, the only one. And if we're not, we've... we're clearly the best. We're obviously the best Wisconsin podcast. Also, we're probably the most Waukesha adjacent Ugh. bachelor podcast. <laughs> what an honor. What a- Waukesha adjacent. Mm. Uh, I did grow up in Waukesha County. I always forget and, about that. The Republican yeah. basket of Wisconsin. I know it's so weird because my parents are old hippies. So it's just like very confusing for people. Like, why did they pick it? And I'm like, I don't really know. Cause they grew up like my dad grew up on like the South side of Milwaukee and like Bayview and stuff. And for people who know Milwaukee, they they'll get that. But yeah, he grew up in the city and he lived in the city mostly and, and like the surrounding area of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and when like, and my mom went to school here for her master's. They lived like on like close to 27th Street. So they were like cool Milwaukee people who lived in like cool Milwaukee areas. And then and then my mom got a job in the suburbs and then they moved to a different suburb. Um, but they kind of where they moved was like when they moved there. There was, it was like the only subdivision in the area. There wasn't, it was just farm land. There was like no, um, there were no other houses. There was not a lot around there. So I think they kind of liked the idea of being away from everything. And then all all the Republicans just kind of came in around them. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, they've got like, uh, I mean, this is going to be all very Wisconsin centric references, but they've got like spring green vibes or like Ashland vibes. Like they would fit in really well in a place like that. And, you know, <laughs> to be yeah. in like Waukesha County is like very strange. And I like pushed when I was a kid a lot to move to the city and they wouldn't do it. <laughs> but the house I grew up in is really cool. It's a, I mean, and they still live there and it's a really cool house and it's on like three acres. And, uh, my friends used to call it the Brady Bunch house because it had like mad Brady Bunch vibes. It's a very seventies house. Like, like it's, it's got all of these levels, like just steps everywhere. Like the living room is sunken. Uh, you know, it's, it's got a really interesting architecture. It's one of two houses in the subdivision where they live that was designed by this like architect plumber duo, apparently. (laughs) That's at least what I remember. Plumbing. (laughs) Yeah. And ours was like the smaller of the two houses. There's actually like this mansion-y house, uh, in, in the subdivision that's really fantastic on the inside. I saw it like once or twice because the people who used to live there would throw um, like craft fairs inside their house. It was really weird. But I used to go there like around the holidays and they had like a giant stuffed bear at the entrance and like, like a little waterfall thing. And um, there's a, there's like a nature reserve um, in my parents' backyard. So if you go 
if you go down the, like they're in a pit, if you go down the hill, there's their garden and then there's farmland and then there's a wildlife reserve. So you really feel like away from everything. It's a really cool place to grow up. Um, and I kind of thought seem palatable. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, well, I, it's not Waukesha, it's Waukesha County, but it's not any better. Um, I Waukesha. won't call out, I won't call out the city by name. Um, but, but it's, uh, it's really different from the rest of the city where we, where I grew up. It's, it's totally a different mm-hmm. vibe and, um, it's nice. Yeah. Like you're just kind of out, you're just kind of out. I, I always to- told people that I grew up in the woods because I really felt like I grew up in the woods. I just like wasn't around anything. Um, you know, and, and all the houses were really spaced out. So from our house, you can kind of see another house, but not really. Um, so anyway, uh, but I very much know where Nick grew up is my point. Okay. Um, you, you understand I, him on a deep I lived, I lived really close to historic downtown Waukesha for a while, for a few months I lived over there. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that area, like I know the businesses that they went to, and I actually know some people who went to school with him. Ooh. Yeah, not that well. Like, it's not like that juicy. It was just like, oh, like, because I he's he's a little older because he's. Yeah, he's 40 like 39. Now, isn't I- he? 39 or 40. Yeah. So, so I think I went to college with somebody who's like older sibling or like she, she knew him, but went to school with like a younger sibling or something. I can't remember, but I do know people who kind of know him or his family because of where I grew up. Um, but I don't really know that much. I don't really have, I don't have any dirt, unfortunately. Outside of the stuff we already know about Nick. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but oh, anyway. God. Oh, my God. He's um, the closest thing to like a bachelor mascot outside of like <laughs> Chris. Uh, because, I mean, he's, well, what he's about been Wells? a part of the show for so long. Well, Wells, too. I guess that you could make that Wells argument. Wells is like but a good mascot. Yeah, I guess Wells is maybe more of a mascot just because he's he's kind of like a side attraction. But the Bachelor's really gone all in on Nick Vile. He's been, I mean, involved deeply in the show since uh, I don't even know what it's like a decade at this point, right? I mean, if he's almost forty, for sure, <laughs> yeah, it's probably been sure, like a right? decade. Yeah, because um, he started yeah. off on the. Red. Oh, maybe not that long, I guess, because, well, almost more like seven years, I guess, because he probably started off in like 2013. Um, what was his first season? Was it Andy's season? Yeah, yeah, the 10th season. Yeah. So which would have been like 2013, I think, ish. Um, so, yeah, he started off there and then he came back the 11th season of The Bachelorette and ended up runner up there. And then he was on Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. And then he's the bachelor. Like how, how many, how many chances does Nick Vile get? And all of this happened in the span of like three years. So for three years, it's like he was a constant presence on our television screens, which is weird to think about. It's one thing, I guess, if this was spaced out a little bit more, but we didn't even have time to forget about Nick. Yeah. 
<laughs> God. Yeah, be careful what you wish for. Um, right. Or, or Claire, I guess. Um, yeah, that would be the other one. But yeah, like it's so... I just, the thing that just drove me nuts about all the Nick stuff was I just kept being like, stop trying to make Nick happen. He's not going to happen. Like, I just don't think he's that interesting or good. And like, you know, and and then people are like, oh, he's such a bad boy. And I'm like, he's like, I don't know. I just don't feel like there's anything. Sorry, Nick. I just don't feel like there's anything that remarkable about him. No, I just don't get it. Like, why are you pushing so hard like you know and we've get we've got these like really solid guys like yeah i forgot how good brad was like i really did forget how good brad was um or like ben higgins or you know it's like we have these guys that are like really solid dudes um who seem to have a good head on their shoulders and are very attractive and yeah, yeah like i i stand more for sean than i ever did when he was on the show and and then you have Nick and I don't know. And we, I don't know. He the, His whole thing was so weird. The season was weird. But I will say my favorite thing about Nick's season was that it brought us the best, like some of the best women. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. That like they're all the best way. <laughs> they're like all likable. Um and well, you know, with some exceptions uh, that we'll get into, I have, a, I, I did a lot of like side research for, for this one nice. because I was like really invested in the women of this season and how they're doing. And I have a lot of feelings, so <laughs> we should probably just jump into it. Um, one thing that I did forget was that Rachel, I forgot that Rachel went to school in Milwaukee. Oh yeah. I guess she did. Didn't she? Yeah, well, because she was like, I was near the Marquette campus. So I was like, okay, so you went to school at Marquette. Just say it. Um, uh, but yeah, so for law school, she she was here. And I'm like, oh, man, that makes me like her even more. Like, I like her so much. Mm-hmm. And that just makes me like her more that she was here for like a few years. You know, like, that's pretty cool. But that that made that kind of like endeared Nick to her for a while, I think, too, because I mean, he really did represent Wisconsin well, though. <laughs> like, if you're from Wisconsin, you're just going to talk about it a lot. And that's what Nick does for sure. Yeah, like, for he's sure. just like, he's just like, oh, like, let's talk about the Packers and Milwaukee and let's have a date in Waukesha specifically. And <laughs> but we're going to go to the art museum and pretend that we didn't just drive into the city. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Um. But that was that was one thing that I told that I totally forgot. And like I forgot that Danielle L was on this season and Alexis and Taylor and Rachel, you know. Well, I mean I didn't forget oh Rachel God. was, but I just Alexis. like I'm just listing people. Alexis. So I love Alexis. And I have I, a question about Alexis. Okay, I'm ready. In the history of The Bachelor, has anyone gotten more mileage out of like a night one gimmick? Because, you know, you always have the the I get out of the limo and I do something silly moments. Has anyone ever gotten more mileage out of it than Alexis? No, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, I would say the other people who did, uh, they didn't like them. Like that one guy that had that stupid saying. Um, oh, well, boom. What was it? Yeah. Well, boom, boom. Right? 
Waboom. I hated him. Um, or like what his name is. The, Boom. the guy, well, I would say like grocery store Joe, like people still call him that. But that wasn't that gimmicky. It was just what he did. But then there was That's like the guy who came after and he was like, I'm from Chicago too. And I do boxes. And it was like, that was pretty sad. Um, so Chicken I would say. That's the other one that comes. The, the, which, which guy came out in a chicken suit? Uh, oh, he, did really wasn't, well. he, he made it really far. Um, yeah. but he, but we don't remember him. So we don't, that's exactly. so Alexis wins. <laughs> that's indicative. Yeah. Alexis is just really likable though. She, because she is so unapologetically herself and you're like, oh, you just do this shit like at your house. Um, mm-hmm. not for TV. Like, it's pretty obvious. You know what I mean? Like, you're just weird all the time. (laughs) And, like, that's what I liked about Ashley S. Um, If anyone remembers Ashley S., she was, like, a – she was, like, that hairdresser who um, was, like, is that an onion growing in that tree? (laughs) And she, like, picked it, and she's, like, it's an onion. And they're, like, I think it's a pomegranate. And she was, like, oh, (laughs) A little bit different. Just like she was just like really out there and just like, like did not care that she looked absolutely batshit in front of the mm-hmm. cameras. Like she was just like, it's an, un- you guys, it's an onion. <laughs> I like, God bless. I love her. Um, it's great. But Alexis is like the same way where she's just like, it's a dolphin. <laughs> it's a dolphin. Uh, Alexis, you know that's a shark state. Nah, it's a dolphin. It's a dolphin. <laughs> and she's like, and then I and I think her redemption getting interviewed by Chris was great. Where she was like, in a world full of shacks, I decide to be a dolphin. <laughs> like, all right. Sure. All right. Not? Yeah, you do you. That's wonderful. Um, so that's all I really have to say about Alexis. Is that I really like her. And when she was on Paradise she kept the likability going because sometimes it's like it flips, right? Either you hate them on the bachelor and then you love them on paradise or vice versa. And she was just like very consistent. Like she was super fun. I remember on bachelor in paradise where she was just like taking it all in. Like, I don't really think she cared about having a relationship. She was just like, I'm just here to like watch everything like all of you but I have a front row seat and I really appreciated that about her. So I stand. Um, so, Oh, and also it did look like now I'm paying more attention to their kitchen. So when they get interviewed and I just, I wrote that it does look like her kitchen. <laughs> like I, I believe that she lives where she was filming because, um, I'm hyper conscious of this stuff now. Like that's all, I'm not even looking at the person on the zoom screen. Same, same. Just looking at whatever's in the background. I have a lot to say about Natasha's background, but I'm going to save it for now. Um, that That's a spoiler. Uh, but but yeah, Alexis, that was definitely her kitchen. Um, okay, so let's talk about, let's see. Um, should we start by talking about Christina? Because that's really who they featured first outside yeah, of like little sure. Corinne, like oh, Corinne. glimpses, which we need a lot of time for Corinne. Um But (laughs) Christina, it was really interesting because I feel like 
I mean, this this season was what endeared me to Christina, and I feel like everybody. And then it got so weird on Bachelor in Paradise because they were just like, oh, she's just so possessive and like, and like, you know, Russian and like violent. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? Like, like, and I also didn't see it, you know, but they were just like, she's getting a little, you know. She's a little psycho. And I was like, uh, what? Before she got to Paradise, she was mostly just like quiet and chill for three fourths of this season. Like you kind of forgot that she was there. (laughs) Yeah. And then she was like, I ate lipstick once. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God. That is really sad. Yeah. And then as soon as as they start to like feature her personality. Oh. Oh, you there? We lose you? I didn't hear you for a second. Oh no, that's sad. That's I was okay. To say something really smart and cool. I bet you said something really smart and cool. Well, we're going to keep that in just so that others can hear the smart and cool thing you said. Um, but, <laughs> but she, yeah, I mean, it was like she was really. I, there's always like those heavy, serious people on the show, um, and and like there's some people who use that heavy, serious stuff to gain footing uh Mm -hmm. or like at for an advantage and i don't remember what season she was on but i've talked about this before the woman who used her dead husband like in a way that felt really gross to me oh yeah uh i still i still can't get over that that was really creepy um but you know you see someone like christina and when she talks about her life you're like Oh, she's, you know, like, like she was saying when she got interviewed, she's like, I was just kind of sharing my life because that's all I know. And I really didn't think it was anything that was that fantastic. And you're like, everybody's just like, oh, shit. (laughs) It's like nobody like grows up like eating lipstick and like getting kicked out by their mom. Like that's not a normal, you know, that's not like the average experience. That's unusual. And that's really tragic. But, you know, I mean. I think it's I think it's important to to share stories like that. And I think she was really brave for sharing it, even if she didn't realize that she was. Um, But she totally got just like shit on after this season and paradise and stuff. I just feel like she she's she's gotten a weird villain edit that I don't think she deserves. And it's just been strange since then. So then when Chris was like, are we going to see you on the beach next year? I was like, you better say fuck no, because they are not treating you well enough. Yeah, they're not like doing you any favors in paradise, so I would stay away. You're gorgeous and, you know, intelligent and you're fine. <laughs> it's just meet men who aren't on reality shows. You'll probably yeah. be fine. Just once. You're good. Just once do that. Um but yeah, so so that was Christina, but let's let's talk about Corinne and let's talk about the Corinne and Taylor feud. Um, there are two feuds we need to talk about, and this is the first one. And um, okay, I love Corinne unapologetically. Absolutely, I mean, we've 100%. talked about her. She's a perfect villain. Um, yeah. She's hilarious, and like I, so I kind of grew up knowing somebody like this and and so it's like a very familiar thing to me like I my I I don't want to like not like they ever listen but like what if this gets huge and someone hears it so I don't want to talk shit um let's just say like I 
I know a family that's very rich, like has multiple homes rich in like in expensive places. It's not like I have five houses in Iowa, you know, (laughs) like like in coastal areas and whatnot. (laughs) Um, And I, I will never forget this. I was eating dinner with them like we went out around here um you know like to a favorite restaurant and her mm-hmm. mom was saying something about like oh well we're planning our next trip i think we might be going to spain and she goes oh not spain again and i was like um God. you can just leave her at home I'll go with you. I would love to go to Spain. Like that would be awesome. And since then I've been twice and you know what? I would never be like, uh, Spain again. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll go to Spain again. I love it there. You know, like I couldn't. How do you get tired of that? How do you get tired of like traveling anywhere? Like, unless you're just like going to your cousin's house or something, you know what I mean? In like a flyover state. I just, I couldn't believe it. She, I will never forget that because it was so gross, like to have somebody say that in front of, you know, like it's, we weren't like poor, like we were, you know, normal middle-class people who our vacations were like road trips for the most part. That's mostly what we did is we would take road trips to like the East Coast. I hadn't at that point left the country outside of, I think I walked to Canada when you could take a birth certificate over, <laughs> um, you know, before you <laughs> needed a passport to go, you could just like flash your birth certificate and you could walk, you know, across Niagara Falls or whatnot. Um mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, the extent of my traveling experience. And to have someone be like, oh, Spain again. I was just like, what is wrong with this chick? Like, get a grip. So that's kind of what Corinne reminds me of, is the type of person that would be like, oh, Spain again. (laughs) Um, But I still love her. Um, And her obsession with cheese pasta. Not cheesy pasta, but cheese pasta. pasta. It's different. And it's not Um, mac and cheese either, so don't get it twisted. No, it's cheese pasta, and no one can make it like her nanny Raquel. Okay? No one. Raquel. She is a nanny. Raquel uh, cuts up her vegetables, okay? Raquel makes sure she lays out her clothes. And you know what? She takes joy in doing it. So... Mm. Like, who is Corinne to rob her of that joy? That's just inappropriate. She can't do that. So that's what she said on the show. I know. That's it's, what she said. And this is this is the beauty of Corinne. And we, we've talked about this before. But she, I mean, obviously she has a villain edit. Because how could you not? But it's, it's not your traditional villain edit. It's a Corinne no. edit. Like, she's so pure and villainous that it just... She's the kind of villain you have to cheer. It's the best kind of villain. Like the only reason you boo her is because you know you're supposed to, but you you just you love her shenanigans. Like it's yeah, so cool she's yeah. I think that's a perfect way to put it. She is all shenanigans, and she's so like she's not actually mean. 
you know, and she's not actually evil. And like, there's nothing about her that that's that bad or anything like that. She just is like spoiled and myopic. And and because of that, like, that's why she acts the way she does. You know, she doesn't, and she hasn't been told no enough in her life. And that's why she is the way she is. And like, and like this person that I mentioned before, like, I remember like we were, I, I just, I, I realized how different we were in everything we were doing. You know, we were the same age or just about the same age. I think we were like, I think she was like a year younger or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the way that we treated shopping in department stores was so different. You know, the way that like I would navigate to the yellow dot section, for example, <laughs> you know, and she'd just be looking at whatever she wanted. And I was like, very confused. Like what it, you're shopping wrong. What are you doing? That's nobody not just, real. Nobody goes to the regular prices. What yeah. is your problem? Hit rack and then have mom hem it if it doesn't fit. Come on. Exactly. That's yeah. She says as she has two discount items in an online shopping cart right now that she's thinking about buying right after she's done recording. We'll talk about that in a minute because it's relevant. Um, but yeah, I don't like that's that's Corinne. It's like you can get frustrated by that because your life isn't like that, but it's not like she's a bad person. She just like, doesn't get it. And I that, I don't think that that makes her bad or wrong. I just think, I just feel lucky that I don't think like that. Um, but she's fun to watch and I get why Taylor got so frustrated with her. And I think, you know, I think Taylor really got the short end of the stick on that. Um, oh. She totally, so like she let Corinne badger her and she let Corinne get the best of her uh, to the point that she looked bad on TV because she was just so annoyed with it. Um, And that's that's unfortunate. Just the amazing power of Corinne because Taylor is, Taylor's right, but it doesn't matter that Taylor it's like, you know, it's it's like arguing with Donald Trump. Like, of course, he's an idiot. And of course, he's wrong. But he's Teflon. Like, you, like nothing you can say is going to change anything. Right. Who he is. And so she knew that she was smarter. Corinne clearly knew that, that Taylor was like smarter. And Taylor wasn't in the wrong at all. But it didn't matter because Corinne got under her skin. And that's all that matters in the end. Like, that's... That's why Taylor ended up looking so terrible. Yeah, she made Taylor look really bad. And and so I actually, I spent a little bit of time. I haven't watched the full episode yet. Um, but have you uh, have you heard of the show Baited? I have. I've heard of it. I, have, I haven't watched it, but I've heard of it. Okay. Um, everybody who uh, goes on Instagram, uh, watch Baited by Z-Way. She's amazing. Um, so Taylor was actually just recently on her show. I haven't finished oh, watching wow. the interview. Um, it was on the, uh, the 13th. I, I was watching the first person that she was interviewing. Um, but she does these really amazing things, um, on the show. A lot of her show involves interviewing like white problematic people oh. <laughs> and asking them questions like, um, name five black people or like, 
you know, are you participating in reparations or what do you qualitatively like about black people or oh my God. and like she just tries like it's a she she bills it as a comedy show. She's like, this is a comedy show. This is for comedy. OK, um, but she'll, she always just tries to like trap people into saying really cringy things. And, you know, she'll like she'll rattle off like civil rights figures and ask them to you know, just like say something about each of them. Um, It's, it's a fantastic show. She's interviewed Caroline Calloway. I think we've talked about her on this podcast before. Yeah. She's interviewed Caroline Calloway. Caroline is in hot water right now, by the way, because uh, no one's gotten their copy of scammer yet. Um, The book that she's been writing. And I'm not going to say that I uh, pre-ordered one, I'm not going to say I didn't pre-order. <laughs> well, I, at this point, if you give Carolyn Calloway money for something and she doesn't deliver, congratulations, you have had the full Carolyn Calloway experience. Like, That's kind of how I see it. Like, if I get this book, it's a bonus. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I don't, it's par for the course. Exactly. It's about and the journey. It was a small price to pay to feel like, I too have been screwed over by Caroline. Um, but so she got interviewed and it was uh, what you would imagine. And um, who else did she interview? She interviewed, um, now I'm trying to remember when she interviewed Caroline Calloway because I think I watched it a while ago. Yeah, I'd like to rewatch it because it was, I think I was like taking a walk when she did it. And I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. So I would like to rewatch it. Um, <laughs> but she also interviewed Alison Roman. Mm. Um, yeah. Rose McGowan. Oh. Uh, yeah. That was a trip. Alyssa Milano as well. So the other side. Okay. Okay. Um, and Alexis Haynes, uh, more famously known as Alexis Nyers. And, that was probably the best interview I've seen so far. That was a really, really good interview. Yeah. Um, Alexis Haynes, uh, formerly Nyers, is a fascinating human being. And uh, I wasn't buying the redemption at first. Now that I've heard her interviewed, I totally get it. And I think she deserves redemption. Anyway. Uh, so, so Taylor, Taylor Nolan got interviewed on baited and I haven't watched all of it, but her first question was like, how much emotional intelligence do you need to, to date the bachelor? (laughs) (laughs) And Taylor was like, you mean the next bachelor? And she was like, "Mm, let's say Nick. And she was like, uh, and then she holds up like five fingers and then holds up one more. And Z-Way was like, is that out of 10 or 100? And she's like, um, we'll say 10. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It was really awesome. Um, and I know she's going to be, she she says um, that she identifies as biracial and she was going to talk about that more um, on that episode. So I'm interested to hear her talk about that more. But Z-Way was asking her like, you know, how many white men have you dated? And she was like, mostly. And she... Um, she started asking her questions about about uh, racial differences in um, in uh, there's no nice way to say this in nutting. Uh, that's the word she used. Uh, 
So I'm very interested to watch the rest of the episode because she she asks really either interesting questions or just really funny questions. Um, And I think she needs to have her own TV show already uh, because she's excellent. And um, I I couldn't believe that Taylor Nolan was on the show. And I'm sad I didn't get to watch the full episode before we recorded. But but yeah, everybody go check that out, because I will say I had such negative feelings about Taylor because of the the altercation with her and Corinne, but the more I look her up outside of the show, because I don't even feel like within the realm of The Bachelor, like like she was saying that whole Bachelor in Paradise thing, and she gets engaged and whatever. Like I don't even I didn't even find that particularly compelling or interesting or redeeming. Um, but outside of the show, I think she's way more interesting. And I would actually check out her podcast because she does have like, I mean, like, so she really is starting to dive into this like sexologist and training stuff. And yeah, it sounds like. PhD. And when Chris Harrison asked her if she's dating, she was just like, yeah, I'm dating men. I'm dating women. I'm dating everybody. Everybody's hot. <laughs> Everybody's hot. That's the best sign from any Bachelor contestant ever. Yeah, it was really like she just kind of just went for it. And she was just like, listen, Chris, everyone's hot. And I would I would uh, try it with basically anyone. So, uh, yeah. And like I'm exploring polyamorous stuff and like, yeah, totally. And I was like, all right, Taylor, like good for you. Very good for you. Um, Yeah. And she's just kind of like, yeah, I'm just figuring myself out and whatever. And yeah, she was she she had mentioned a recent guest. And I guess she was just on Alexis Haynes podcast as well, because Alexis Haynes has a podcast called like um, Recovering from Reality or something like that, um, which I also would listen to. But um, so so that's how Z-Way had found her because Alexis had asked Z-Way to be on her show and she said, I'll do it if you come on my show. Um, so like the three of them kind of have a little network and I'm sure more people too. I haven't watched every episode yet, but that was something that they had mentioned at the beginning that they, um, you know, she was like, well, I heard you on Alexis's podcast and I thought you were so good that I wanted to have you on my show. So, um, so that was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, uh, Taylor, I like you. I just don't think you should be on reality TV anymore. I just don't think it does you any favors. No, it, it doesn't. There's there's people. Corinne belongs on reality TV, and you yes. don't. That yes. would cause the conflict right there. And I it, think yeah, I think that is a conflict. She's so much better at being herself in in a um in an outlet where she can represent who she is. Mm-hmm where she has control over it. And that's, and that's what she can do on a podcast, you know, about sex and relationships or whatever else she talks about. Like I I haven't listened to her podcast yet, but uh, too busy preparing for my own Taylor. So Uh I'm going to do that. I love that. She was just also like, well, that's what a vibrator is for. So (laughs) yeah, I, I genuinely single is fine. Yeah, she was just like, whatever. And I was like, all right, Taylor, I see you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so she's fun. And uh, but then, yeah, it was interesting because like, but Corinne, I have to say, like, 
Corinne really lets that stuff roll off her back. Like, you know, she was just like, whatever. Like, she doesn't like me. I'm not for everybody. And I totally get that. Like, you either love me or you hate me. And there's not a lot of in between. And I and I'm fine with that, you know, like and she's like, I'm not going to rehash the whole thing. She doesn't respect me. And I kind of get it. So it's fine. And then she's like dating this guy. I think it's okay. This is what I think is cute. I think it's cute that she's dating this guy who just seems like kind of normal and cool and like quiet and that she slid into his DMs. Yeah, that that well, that was the thing, too. It's like when when he showed up, he's just like, hey, I'm, I'm hey. just I she's like, yeah, he's fucking hot. I slid into his DMs. Who cares? I'm like, OK, <laughs> which is good because I think she needs a relationship where she can just tell someone what to do and he'll do whatever she wants. Like, that's exactly what she needs. Yeah. And he is just like, oh, well, now I'm looking him up because I'm like, I wonder, like, what. What else he's about, like, what else does he do? Um, he has 256,000 followers. He is not just a dude. Not just a dude. Okay. Okay. So his name is Vince the Builder. Oh. Um, he's an architect, designer, builder, consultant, and author. Oh, my. Author? Yeah. What? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking. It's got to be self-help or fitness, right? Like, those are the only... So he has a, so, okay. I was like, he's got to be rich, right? Yeah. Um, for sure. Uh, your leader in luxury real estate. Okay. Okay. Um, I've just kind of had a feeling. I was like, he's got to have money, right? But he really does look like a normal dude. Dude, I, sometimes I wish like, you know, I could just be like an average looking man with a lot of money. Because oh then God. I could get That's whatever I, want. I wanted. I could just have whatever I wanted. Oh, my God. He's the worst. Okay. No, he's not the worst. I just got really reactionary because. So I went on. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Um, I'm on his website. I can't find what he wrote. Uh, but I clicked on products thinking that I would find a book under products. Oh, Yanni Egg for his butt. Is that what it is? No. Uh, he has an Amazon page where obviously there's like an affiliate thing. Um, but the first thing it says is Vince the Builder's dishware. And you click on it and it's all that fucking ugly ass Mackenzie Childs shit. Why does <laughs> anybody, why do people like Mackenzie Childs? I don't get it. I That I checkerboard no- shit is so fucking ugly. I preach into the choir here. I, I don't understand. But and the people uh, who buy it put it in like all over one room of their house. So it's just like this Mad Hatter fucking acid trip nightmare. I hate it. Sorry. And all people right. who buy it are also influencers. So it's just like the snake eating its tail. Like it's popular because influencers always pimp it. But then that's the only place you ever see it. So it's it's horrible. I hate it. <laughs> it's really ugly. It's really ugly. And I just don't get, I don't, it's that. And then those, uh, what's that other brand where it's like, uh, it's a coffee mug that says coffee on it. Like a whole entire, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, what is her name? Um, oh, what is her name? Basically it looks like all the stuff in the movie repo man. Have you seen that before? That's like, there's beer and it's just called beer. (laughs) 
That's. I mean, that's basically what I'm talking about. God, but I mean, it's driving me nuts because I know her name. Because I mean, I'm in a couple Bravo groups because, of course, I am. And there is a just violent hatred for Mackenzie Childs and then this other brand that I can't think of. Um, I actually don't think some of her stuff is that bad, but it's one of those things where you're like, that's all you can. That's all you can do is like, cause everything looks kind of like it's hand molded. It's like a little wonky and a little off. And then all the writing is like shaky. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. The fuck is that brand name? I'm going to think of it and then I'm going to yell it later in the episode. Um, it's, it's a woman's name and, and she, so like what I think happened and, and I can't fully remember, but what I think happened is she started, um, by just kind of like hand making this stuff. And then, you know, probably, yeah, some influencer or some celebrity or something saw something and it like took off. And now you can buy her overpriced coffee mug that just has the word coffee on it. And then, and then everything, and everything has that shit on it. It's like coffee, you know, um, Mm -hmm. bite, uh, kitchen, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you're in like the bathroom and it's just like a sign that said shit, you know, like. Oh, wait, here it is. Here it is. Wait, I think. Pool. Yeah, it's just like, I want to say her name is like Ray something. Yeah, Ray Dunn. How did I remember that? I think it's Ray Dunn. I'm pretty sure. Ray Dunn. Yeah, Ray Dunn. Um, Yep. Like Radon. It's. <laughs> it's dangerous. And avoid, avoid that too. Um. Yeah, I really, there's something just really terrible about her. Do you want to hear something funny? Yes. Uh, I I just realized that I have I have some Ray Dunn in my in my home. Oh my god, you do not. What what is it? Tell me. Not 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 through any uh, any purchases of my own here. Uh, when I got married, uh, we got a, a wedding gift. And it was two mugs that say Mister and Mrs. and they are 100% Ray Dunn mugs. Ray Dunn. Yeah. Well, good that you didn't get the other ones that say hubby and wifey. Oh, dear. No, no, no. That's worse. Dude. Yes. Ray Dunn. That's what it is. Like, uh, I I insist on drinking out of the one that says Mrs. So I hope you do. Now I have little, um, these little like snack bowls that, that say stuff like, munch and chomp on them but they're written in little typewriter font in all caps and that's really tiny so i think that (laughs) i think that makes it okay but uh, like yeah there's five reasons why i bought into the ray dunn craze and why you should too no um and it's just a picture of this of this woman's a corner of her kitchen and it's like there's a butter thing that says butter it's like butter cheese sugar tea another sugar cookies flour cream tea again coffee pour <laughs> meow <laughs> it's like uh why? Like 70 dollars each for those things <laughs> and it's just i mean you know it's like um is this is another this is, this is something that happened in another bravo group of mine in an advice group someone was talking about their their mom kind of like losing their memory and like 
storing food in weird places and then forgetting she left it there. And I was like, I was like, I would worry about dementia, you know, and that's what a lot of us were talking. We were all like, yeah, are you? She's seeing someone. That's how I feel about Ray Dunn (laughs) stuff. Like, do you have dementia? Do you? And I I feel like I'm allowed to say that because I have a lot of dementia in my family. I don't know. But uh, (laughs) it's fine. It runs in the family. It's probably going to happen to me. Um, But I'm like, eventually, is it? Like, is it a symptom of a, of memory loss that you look at a mug and you go, I don't know what to do with this. And I don't remember what goes in here unless there's something on the outside of this mug that it tells me what I need to put in this mug. I just am not sure. And then it's like, oh, coffee, right? Coffee. Oh, thank you, Ray Dunn. Saved again. Uh, anyway, so that's how I feel about Ray Dunn. Um, so that's. That's Corinne's uh, man. He he thinks Mackenzie Childs is great, and I. But I don't think he likes Ray Dunn. I feel like that's not fancy enough for him. Where and if you call Mackenzie Childs fancy, and I'm trying to remember the '90s brand that Mackenzie Childs looks like. There was this um, really popular like illustrator in the '90s who's mm-hmm. who used a lot of checkerboard like that. Um, and and it was all like homey, folksy stuff. But for some reason, these like, yeah, McMansions are buying the stuff that like doesn't fit into their home. No, <laughs> but it's cool and fun. So we love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, yeah, it's like, oh, it's whimsical. And I'm like, that doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Um. So anyway. If I think of her name too, I'll let you know. Cause remember my mom was really into her in the nineties and she just always thought her stuff was so charming. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, you could buy a charming uh, teapot that looks like her stuff and it would cost you $150. So why don't you go wow. do that? <laughs> what a normal thing to do. Totally normal. Um, totally normal. Vince the Builder. Everyone go to at Vince the Builder and you can look at these luxury homes that have more stone than is needed. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, hey, did you know that we're rich? Well, look at this fuckload of marble that's not just at the top of the counter, but surrounding the island. (laughs) Uh, We're just going to really let you know that we've got fuck you money to spare. Uh, So that's him. So that makes sense that they're together uh, because... Like she was saying, she really does need to be with somebody who uh, can support her lifestyle because she wouldn't know what to do otherwise. That's <laughs> that is very exactly clear. That's 100% what she needs. Yeah, that's very obvious. Um, okay, so let's go uh, on to <laughs> Rachel, a palate cleanser. <laughs> if there ever we, we needed one. Someone we like. Bless Rachel. She's amazing. She really is great. She's awesome. And, I mean, yeah. we talked about her a lot, but yeah, she's she's really great. And it was nice to watch her again. And uh, just because, I mean, the Rachel we all know now is a little bit different from the Rachel that we met first here. But it's nice to see the Rachel origins again. Give me uh, warm, fuzzy feelings. She really, I mean, she just really came into herself. Like, she's mm-hmm. she's just gotten, you know, more confident and more outspoken over time. Or as white Karens say, um, too big for her britches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's cool. That's not a microaggression at all. Um, so yeah, Rachel's 
great. I mean, she was so fun on this season. And, like, it was fun to have uh, Tasha and Natasha come on and talk about her because I totally agree. Like, she had such a good – she had such a good energy and she was so – she was like really fun, but she also didn't shy away from like talking about things that were serious. Like mm-hmm. she, she, I really can't remember somebody on the show talking about race in as frank of terms as she did. Yeah. Uh, maybe people talked about it once or twice, but she really, you know, she talked about it with Nick and she, I mean, she talked about it a lot on her season and she's, you know, and she's like continuing the conversation off the show. And I, you know, appreciate her for doing all of that and, and bringing it to the forefront of a show like this and being as insistent as she's being like, Hmm. you know, about Matt and everything. And, you know, just like, I don't want it to just end with Matt. I don't want it to just be lip service. I don't want it to be something that you're reacting to now that I'm mad about it. Like, I just, you know, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to see her start on the show. And she was such a standout contestant. Um, just carries herself so well. She's like gorgeous and smart and interesting and fun and way too good for Nick. So yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like anybody who's come out of this and I think back fondly about them with the exception of Corinne, uh, I'm just like, yeah, you shouldn't be with Nick. Yeah, <laughs> you should be with Nick because that would be amusing to me. Yeah, that would have made sense. Um, but yeah, Rachel's just like so perfect and like she's so much better than Nick. And I mean, I know I was kind of like judgmental about the guy she ended up with, you know, Um but you know he's a chiropractor. That's nice. That's a that's a good stable job, and uh, they're still together. So clearly, I had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> I was yeah. just too focused on his cheeks or something, and just not enough on like who he was as a person. Because she obviously yeah. saw it, and she's she was smart about it, and she picked she picked. I mean, I'm glad she didn't pick Peter, even though everybody wanted her to. But I really liked Eric. You know. Yeah. I was kind of hoping she would pick Eric, but that's okay. No. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Eric's doing just fine, maybe. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure he's giving out motivational speeches on Instagram every day, and I just oh, haven't that been watching. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> really into the book, Find, or what is it? Uh, Who Stole My Cheese, right? He talked about that on the show. I love Eric. Um, Sick, like, rich white guy who's rich because he's white and conventionally attractive and was on TV for five minutes. That's his favorite book. Every single one of them. It's the only book they've ever read cover to cover. Yeah. But Eric's like the, you know, not typical guy who's into that kind of stuff. So I like that. I mean, he was just so sweet. I like someone put it really well. Like not that we're talking about Rachel season, cause I'm sure we'll talk about her season later, but I do love that Eric was like, you know, cause isn't he from Baltimore? I think he was from Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, you know, I love that there it was like, oh, someone started dressing Eric midway through the season. <laughs> and I do I do think that that happened. Um where it it's just like all There's of a sudden he got like he got like better jackets and like better sweaters and stuff and he just like was really just happy to be there and then yeah, just like spouted really motivational stuff all the time. And I don't know, there's just something really endearing about him. I just think he's a really sweet guy. 
so um, many people in The Bachelor that they start off the season like looking like shit, and then you realize after they've been around for five weeks, production goes, "Okay, so you're going to be here for a while, so we're going to dress you now." Like that's yeah, we're going to make sure you look good. I mean, that was like that was the that was the speculation around Eric, and I was like, I agree. Um, and they did a really good job. So, <laughs> so well done everyone. Yeah. Cause he kind of came out of nowhere and then he just like started like showing up more prominently and then just started looking better and better. But, um, but yeah, Rachel was great. It is interesting to see too. Yeah. Like her, like she didn't really like transform all that much. I mean, she's been pretty consistent, but she's definitely gotten, um, she wasn't like always like Andy Dorfman, like. She definitely got more Andy Dorfman like as the season went on and as her season went on. Um, and I think it was really it was really interesting to watch back the scenes at with her family and Nick, because I've never heard anyone hesitate so much before saying the words black women. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just, I want more Eric. Eric's so nice. <laughs> like Nick was just like, he was like, uh, Nick was like, uh, I, uh, yeah, I've dated, uh, black women. And I was like, that's not a bad word. What are you doing? I will say to Nick's, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so funny to watch. Yeah. Someone like Nick stumble around like that. And then just, just to watch Rachel with like, non-white guys and and just how that dynamic is so different but nick is he's terrible at fumbling over this like you could tell he's just sweating bullets trying to figure out how to talk about this stuff because i think the default bachelor answer if you're the white guy here is you go i don't see race or something Mm -hmm. stupid like that and he i I guess to his credit he he tries to address it but at the same time he's terrified that he's doing everything wrong and it's just, it's really funny to me. It's like, just chill, man. It's its fine. Don't worry. <laughs> but Rachel's sister kind of um, interpreted it that way anyway. Did you notice that? Where she was yeah. like, because he, he was like, well, I mean, you know, it's, I, you know, I appreciate her for her or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like. But, you know, like, I mean, that's just like, you don't get it. Like, you know, he was like, he was like, well, I think we got a pretty good handle on it. And I'm like, you've been <laughs> dating for like two weeks. You don't have a good on handle TV. on it. Dating on TV. That's why that's why her sister is like ripping your answer a new one, because because the only right way to answer this would be like, yeah, I totally don't have it figured out. I don't know what I'm in for and I don't really know what I'm doing. But I care about her, so I'm listening to her, and I believe what she's saying, and I'm dedicated to figuring it out. Or I'm not equipped for this, and that's why I'm going to break up with her. Uh, <laughs> like, But he was just like, yeah, I mean, I think we got a pretty good handle on it. And I was like, according to whom and yeah, based on what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Uh, I thought that was pretty silly. And and her sister said something like, you know, I think it's like fine and dandy to like say that kind of stuff, but it's not reality. And you can't just like say, well, I don't see color. Like that's just not going to work for us. No. And it's like, well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, so him saying that shit, it was just, yeah, like he kind of didn't say that, but it still came off that way and they still took it that way. And it was, um, 
Yeah, he was. It was so he uncomfortable was. to watch him answer those questions. Like he was just like, I mean, it's kind of like the show baited. If I'm going to be honest, <laughs> but she's doing it on purpose. Like they were just asking him normal questions. Like they weren't trying to like trip him up. Yeah. They were just like being realistic. <laughs> yeah, and then he panicked. Basically, and he was like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez, I'm I'm really glad that Rachel was able to have her own season and take control and do mm-hmm. things the way that she wanted. Cause she deserved it. So yeah, good for her. Um, that's how I feel about Rachel forever. Love her. One of the best bachelorettes we've ever had. Uh, definitely going to always be in like my top three. Oh, for sure. And she'll never move from that spot. I just wanted to pad it a little. Cause I feel like she'll always be in my top two. Um, but yeah, so it was nice. It was nice to see Natasha and Tasha talk about it too. I feel like Natasha didn't get enough screen time and she had a really cool personality and I just feel like she didn't get a lot. And then it was like, she came out of nowhere and then she was gone. That's how I felt um, on Pete's season. It was like, Natasha's really interesting. She's really funny and she speaks her mind, but she like just kind of came in and then was like gone really fast. Yeah. She didn't get that much screen time. And I, I like her. And I mean, Tasha was kind of the same way until the end of, you know, wait, what season was she? <laughs> Tasha? Yeah. Who was she with? Oh, Colton. Colton. Yeah. Doi. Uh, yeah. I think <laughs> I the season number at first. I'm like, oh, 24. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is she with? Um, no, it's like, I like Tasha so much. I forget who she was even competing for because she was more interesting. Um. But Here's she, why I like Tasha because I didn't like her at first. I was just like, she's not as cool as everybody thinks she is. Like I was trying to be like, I don't know, bachelor hipster and just ignore well, her. She was like, can I steal you for a minute? She was totally the, can I steal you for a minute? And like, I'm going to get extra time with him. And then you kind of like, your hackles go up. You're like, oh, you're that, you're one of the ones who takes time. I don't know if I like you. And then I was like, oh my God, she's so sweet. She is <laughs> so like optimistic She's mm-hmm. gorgeous. She's like grounded. She's totally like a family person. She's obviously not a dummy. Um, you know, she's just great. So it was cool to see them both. And it's weird because they're still talking about Claire. <laughs> and yep. I'm like, but it's not gonna. I mean, I think it sounds like we're gonna get a couple episodes of Claire and then Tasha's coming in. At least that's yeah. what I heard. Um, but I want to talk about Natasha's background. Because what is her house? Is that her house? What is it? And I want it. It was really... Did you pay attention to it? Oh, this is all I pay attention to. And I don't have answers. I choose to believe it's not. Because I I don't know. I was looking for like family photos or something. That's the big tell is you got to look at like how it's decorated. And if you don't see like family pictures or things that are clearly personal, then I tend to err on the side of probably not your real house. I wonder if I could go on her Instagram and figure it out Um, because I want that to be her house so badly because I want to see more of it. It was really cool. Um, Those windows were so neat, like the way that they like kind of, I don't know, like they were like kind of bubbly and like waved along like and then she had that like conversation pit. Yep. Like that's what it looked like. It was like I was like that seating looks amazing. The windows behind you look so cool. Like that's the kind of house I would want to live in. But I was like it looks 
too staged. Like yeah. you look, you went, you looked at Alexis's, and it was like this. Um, you know, this uh, refrigerator is covered in notes, and I was like, that's clearly her kitchen. Or you looked at, um, like, uh, where Tasha was. She was kind of like, I'm in this corner with like a solid white background. <laughs> <laughs> like she was like sequestered in a corner or um, who had like the just like a little. Well, and Taylor had all those plants around her. I was like, you would have a house covered in plants. And I think in the baited episode, you can see some of those uh, in the interview. She's up closer because she's on her phone, but you can see some of that. Yeah, I'm like, that's totally her, I'm pretty sure her, totally her house. Yeah, um, for sure. And then like Christina, same thing. Cause it was like, oh, you're strategically in front of like a dresser with a plant and whatnot. I was like, that is obviously your house. Um, so all of that stuff, I totally, I totally like saw and was like, yeah, th- this is your house. But that place is like, yeah, so like people did a lot of coke there in like the 80s, 70s and 80s mm-hmm. and sat in this shag furniture situation. Like I wish it yeah. was her house, but I, I don't think it is, but it's hard to tell. <laughs> I'm scrolling through her stuff. I mean, it looks, I can't really tell. She takes pictures on stairs a lot. She really likes her. her she's got very long legs that I didn't realize in, on the show. Because um, you don't really, can't really no, tell that kind of thing on the show, I feel like. But holy crap. And she's really flexible. She does, she's does. she got a lot of like uh, yoga poses and things like that where she's just like incredibly bendy um didn't know that either so i need to learn more about natasha and i feel like you know i really do want to like almost ask her where was that i need to know i just need (laughs) to know oh my gosh and there's um there's a there's a picture she took of or there's a picture she posted of herself and lexi Ooh. um because I guess they took a shot together. Um, remember when they did that like bathing suit photo shoot? Oh yeah, yeah. There's like they. I guess they took a picture together. Um, I really didn't like Lexi, but now I'm like, well, if you like Lexi, maybe she's not a bad. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe she's more likable now. <laughs> yeah, maybe I like her more now. Like now that there, there's this endorsement. Um, there is. Oh gosh, I I just. <laughs> I was clicking through her Instagram and there was like a Tiger King pic- like picture video thing uh, that just started playing and it scared the shit out of me. Anyway, um, <laughs> there is a picture of her on like this tiger print chair. Mm-hmm. It also kind of has the same vibes as the place where it was. So I wonder, I wonder if it's like a friend's place or something or I don't know. I really want to know where that place was because I just really liked it. Obviously, I was very focused on it. And I was like, where is she? I want to sit in on that couch. It's like so nice looking. Uh, but anyway, she is uh, she is friends with. Um, oh, my gosh. And I forgot her name. And now I feel really bad. And now I got to see where she's tagged. Um, is it Sydney? Yeah, she's friends with Sydney. There's a oh. lot of pictures she's taken with Sydney, which is cool. I liked Sydney. So that. Makes me happy. 
Anyway, it's nice so when people how, make friends on the show. <laughs> that's nice. Well, Peter Not sucks. So, yeah, <laughs> Peter sucks. So it's good that you guys made friends on the show. I, I feel pretty good about that. Um, yeah, Probably there's like got more out of it that way. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like she posted anything recently about like you know where she is, but but maybe I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. She could also be staying with her folks or something. You never know. Cause a lot of people are doing that these also, days. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think when I watch the Juan Pablo episode that's coming up next, I'm going to sit there with the Airbnb app open and just, you know, they're like, Oh, we're going to talk to so-and-so from Houston. And then I'm just going to go and I'm going to try and find the Airbnb that <laughs> they are using as a background. That's, that's my next, my next, uh, plan for this podcast. That's a Hunting good idea. Hunting down the uh, staged homes. Now she's a guided meditation teacher, apparently, um, and it says she does tea room Thursdays. And I feel like the place where she shot looks like you would do guided meditation in it. So I wonder mm. if it's like a studio. Yeah, it could be her work. Okay, I'm gonna have to uh, tune in to Natasha's guided meditation. And I will get back to all of you if I figure out where she was saying because it was just such a cool background. It was like the coolest background I've seen so far. So I was like, I need to know where she is. Um, That's what we're here for. We're here to do the legwork so people will know. Yeah. I need. I if anybody else, it's like um, if anyone's watching the Real Housewives of uh, New York right now, there was a really triggering scene where. Um, uh, I really, so I'm not a fan of Leah. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, but I'm even less of a fan of her mother. And there was a scene where the two of them were spending time together and her mom was eating legit like steamed vegetables and a stack, a stack of rice cakes, just five rice cakes, oh, like five full sized rice cakes that looked unflavored unsalted and steamed vegetables and i was like what kind of what in the shit of disordered eating is that plate and and i was like is anybody else as bothered as i am because i am so bothered and i had to like scour twitter to make sure i wasn't the only one who was like viscerally upset (laughs) by this so like i pay attention to those little things and then i like can't focus on anything else like They were talking about how Rachel's a trailblazer. And I was like, I should be paying attention, but I can't stop looking at the background. And that was really bad. Anyway, so let's talk about (laughs) uh, Team Tasha forever. Uh, Let's talk about Raven. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I didn't really care about Raven on this season, but I ended up liking her down the road. Yeah, she's I mean, she's she's sweet. She's fine. Like there's a nice story. She's a feel good, warm, fuzzy person to have on the show. And that's why she did so well. Like there's nothing about Raven that you can dislike. It's just not possible. But at the same time, there's nothing about her that particularly stands out and makes her ex- exceptional. Uh, that's, that's about it. Other than right. she has a funny story about when she broke up with her longtime boyfriend because she walked in on them, on him cheating, which is that's fucked up. <laughs> but other than that, pretty normal. Yeah, I I mean that kind of endeared me to to her, you mm-hmm. know, was was like the whole, you know, I <laughs> yeah, like I got cheated on and like I got the shaft, but I'm deciding to be like positive about it. I was like, 
I can identify with that even more now. And I appreciate you and you are appreciated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was reading something about Raven where it was like, she's like one of the most unproblematic people on the show. And I'm like, yeah, I think that tracks. And I think she still remains like relative, like she's without scandal. Uh, she seems like really nice. I don't think there was anybody that she ever didn't get along with. Um, mm-hmm. She had a really strong showing on Bachelor in Paradise. Obviously, she's like engaged to somebody she met on the show. Um, and she's just like, I don't know. She's really she's just really funny. Like she, she was way funnier on um, Bachelor in Paradise than she was on on Nick's season. Oh, for, uh, sure, for sure. Yeah. She was just like kind of like fun and delightful. So and Here's the, here's the other deal. I was like paying close attention to the Chirons as well. Cause it's like, you kind of get to know who they are as people. Then you forget what they do. You're just like, Oh, they're influencers. Um, but she, she was a fashion boutique owner. And Ooh. I was like, I gotta look up. I wonder if she still runs a business or like what she's doing now. Sure yeah. as shit. She still runs that business. Hmm. Um, so she owned a company Now I don't know if they still have a brick and mortar location, Mm-hmm. Um, and right now I, even if she did, I doubt they would be open and I'm guessing they would have moved. Um, so I don't, I don't think she has a brick and mortar location anymore, but she owns a store called gray suede Ooh. and gray suede was in like, it wasn't in the town where she lived, but it was like 30 minutes from where she lived. She owned a store mm-hmm. and, um, you can buy all of the stuff that she sells now online. And I think that that's the only place where you can get it right now, as far as I know. Um, and her shit's actually cute. Oh, and I, <laughs> I have like two things and actually, well, two to three things and uh, a shopping cart that I'm looking at and deciding whether to purchase right now from her store. Oh, I think you should. That's, I, I mean, thought- podcast right you have to do it for the podcast it's it's yeah i feel like i gotta like review it like and so i will say like i forgot the name of oh yeah jilly box or what what was that called wasn't it called Uh, the jilly Jilly box Box. yeah i demanded a jilly box last week (laughs) i haven't heard i haven't heard about the jilly box yet um i mean i think i missed fall i'm so sorry everybody but maybe i'll get winter jilly box but there's like this really cute uh faux fur coat that is like kind of retro looking and like it's like kind of striped neutral colors and it's really fun and i was like should i just should i buy it? it's like half off right now and i like sent it to a couple people i was like should i get this and they're like get it what are you doing and i'm like i don't know i'm trying to decide so it's like sitting in my <laughs> it's just sitting in the cart as we're recording and i'm like looking at it like oh, maybe i'll get it and she she totally jumped on the tie-dye bandwagon and she's got a lot of really cute tie-dye shit. And I'm like, I've made it six months through the pandemic without buying a single tie-dye thing or a set of joggers or tie-dye <laughs> joggers. That's impressive. And I'm like, maybe I should buy some tie-dye. She's got really cute, like a, uh, like a top and short set that I was like, Ooh, I would totally just like lounge around the house in this. Mm-hmm. And it looks really comfy and like super cute. And I'm like, should I get it? Or should I just like, I don't know tie-dye my own shit and stuff being so lazy um so that's also in my that's also in my cart right now and i'm thinking about it but she's got like really cute blazers and stuff so sorry what i said i fully support you buying raven stuff just buy all of it i just i was like shocked i was like i actually i mean some of the stuff's like 
pretty basic, but um, like I like a lot. She does. She has a lot of animal print stuff, a lot of cute patterns, you know, a lot of cute tie dye. And then, I mean, there's like, you know, I, not that I like agree with everything that she uh, is selling or like everything she's selling, but I mean, I was pretty impressed with the things that she was selling. Like, I think she's curated um, a good mix of things. Um, do I do I particularly like the use of the word kimono? No, <laughs> uh, probably not great. But uh, you know, I mean, Raven. <laughs> but if that's like the worst thing about Raven, I mean, that's not too bad. That's what I'm saying. She's like ten steps ahead of everybody else that's ever been on the show. So there you go. Yeah, it's like I don't think that's too bad. Like this leopard print bodysuit is super cute. So maybe I'll forgive it. Um, I'm gonna get so one yeah, too. Have it in my size. Check out Gray Suede, everyone. Um, you'll be impressed. And she's yeah, like the pieces are actually really cute. And I really like the way that she has things organized because she's got like a what to wear section. So it's she's got like the normal, like, here's our collections and like clothing by category and the sales and accessories and whatever. But then she also has a what to wear section on the website that's like um birthday girl, bachelorette trip, date night, you know, showers, wedding guests, uh, airport wear. Hmm. work appropriate school appropriate and i'm like i really like when people sort things out like that um and and i and the sections kind of make sense and i don't know i thought it was really well organized so well well done raven how to dress so (laughs) yeah well and it's like there was like um there was a collection called the comfy collection and i was like what's all in the comfy collection And it's like a lot of the tie-dyed stuff, a lot of like joggers and cozy rompers and stuff. And I'm like, this is fun. It's fun to look through. So uh, do yourself a favor. Go to grace shopgracewade.com. Uh, Raven, uh, I'll be waiting for my commission check. Uh, I wish. <laughs> um, but yeah, I forgot that she was in the final two. I, I, I knew she made it far, but I didn't remember that she was in the final two. Yeah, for some um, reason, I, I thought she just was like top five or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, she did make it this far. That's weird. Yeah, I totally forgot that she made it this far. And I kind of thought Rachel got was second for some reason. That was like my memory was telling me that it was Rachel and Vanessa in the top two. Um, but hey, Vanessa, but we haven't talked about her at all. She's uh, getting, I, she's, I have so much right. to say about Vanessa. <laughs> I, I mean, Vanessa, of course, she was the one that that he chose because she's like the safest pick, but also, and this is more indicative of, of who Nick is as a person. I think this is a good way to kind of bookend our discussion of this season. We mentioned that, you know, Nick is almost like a mascot. He's been for a three year period. He was featured on the show just like endlessly. Like you could not watch anything related to bachelor without Nick. And part of the reason why I think is because he had a deep understanding of the mechanics of the show itself and how to behave and how to act and how to be diplomatic with the producers. And uh, recently, recently, like in the last week, Vanessa and Nick both kind of opened up about their relationship and it it sounded fucking horrible. Uh, I guess she moved to Los Angeles from Canada to be with him while he was on Dancing with the Stars. And she's like, yeah, all I did was lock myself in the bathroom and cry all day because I was miserable. Um, (laughs) So that sounds terrible, but he said, I mean, he, he didn't deny anything. He's just like, yeah, we weren't right for each other and it sucked. And neither one of them seemed to be mean or indicate anything bad about the other person. They just 
weren't meant to be together and that's fine. But Nick said that during his season, he knew that he was going to pick her like very early on. So he went to the producers and instead of doing a Claire, which Claire recently just left the show because she was like, I found my guy, I'm done. He told the producers, listen, she's the one I'm going to pick. So just protect her and I'll make sure she gets through to the end. That's all you got to do. Just protect her. So that that kind of changes her edit quite significantly. But he never told her this. He didn't tell her, hey, by the way, I'm picking you. So just, you know, go for the ride here and we'll get there. Uh, it's all just like really interesting to me because then that's kind of fucked up, right? Because he goes through this whole process with all these other women. And I don't think he's being fair to literally anyone. It's just, it's just super bizarre. Does that make sense? Well, okay. So here's, here's all the stuff I know about Vanessa. Okay. (laughs) Give me, give me the info dump. Okay, this is this was the rumor when the season was going on, and I dug into it a little bit more to try to figure out exactly like what was at the what was at the bottom of it before we started recording. And I don't have a ton more than I have now, but I have a decent amount. Okay. Um, I knew that during the season, Vanessa didn't get along with Rachel. That there was there was a feud between the two of them. And I think everybody who listens to this would know that if I'm gonna side with anyone, it's gonna be Rachel. Yeah, and like if Rachel has a problem with somebody, there there's probably something not reason. great going yeah. on with them. Um yeah, so they had like a huge falling out on the show. Um, and there was and I also was just reading that I think that um Oh, wait. Oh, 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 here we go. This was the information I was trying to, I was trying to dig together and I couldn't find it before, but now it looks like I just found it. Um, so basically, um, I think there was somebody else too, who was part of that, um, was part of that feud. Someone else also didn't like Vanessa. Um, Mm -hmm. So I so the whole idea of like protecting her makes sense because there was a whole fight that happened between Rachel and Vanessa that they didn't show on the show. And let's put it this way. It wouldn't have made Rachel look bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Like and you've seen you've seen Rachel in like, you know, conflict. Clearly, she is the one who looks like she has her shit together. So it's not going to be like an issue if it if it aired with her, it wasn't it wasn't going to be an issue. But this was what she had said about it a few years ago. Rachel had said about it a few years ago. She's like, I was in a feud with Vanessa. It wasn't aired, but then it kind of became known. This is from a People magazine article. Uh, because certain people from the season would talk about it, but neither one of us went on social media and went at each other. After time had passed and I'd done The Bachelorette, she messaged me. We got on the phone and we didn't even hash out what had happened because we're so many years past that. We just picked up where we were and had a conversation about it and wished each other the best. We're totally friendly and cool now. So it's like, all right, we're we're cordial or whatever. But she was really upset at the time. Mm-hmm. So what I had heard was, yeah, that it was bad. And Daniel Lombard apparently said uh, she had done a Reddit AMA where she said uh, Vanessa called Rachel something that was extremely derogatory. And she said, from what I heard, it was bad. Vanessa had to be separated for the rest of the show. Oh, Jesus. Um, That's intense. Yeah. Um, And 
and I don't know if there's more to, I got to look at the other article, but this was, I think it's just for, oh yeah, that was the word. Okay. So she said that um, Vanessa told her that she used aggressive tones and Rachel was like, like, don't say aggressive. Like that's a really negative stereotype. And then, and then she said that Vanessa also called her a bully and she's like, fuck that. Like, yeah. Because I, you know, and it's like she we've seen out a. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like we've seen plenty of Rachel. Clearly, she's not a bully. There's like nothing about her that says bully. She's so like, in terms of like what you see is what you get. Rachel is one of the best examples of that mm-hmm. in the history of The Bachelor. So the fact that like Vanessa called her a bully, like it would have been like. Um, who was that guy? Wasn't, wasn't that that guy on Rachel's season that like musician dude? Oh, I can't wait to watch that over again where he was calling like Kenny aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Blonde racist guy, whatever his name. It would have been the same thing is my point. Like, but then Vanessa probably would have been like, well, but I'm, you know, like multicultural, like I'm from Montreal and I speak all these languages and I'm Italian or what, you know what I mean? Like she probably would have hid oh, behind Lee. some bullshit Lee like is that. the name of the racist man that yelled at Kenny. Lee. Yeah. Oh, I hated him. Yeah. It's like, how can, like, that's what it would have looked like. That's exactly what it would have looked like is you know, Kenny is like the hero of the show. Rachel is the hero of the show. And you're calling, you're calling someone who is obviously lovely and not a problem, aggressive and a bully. And that can only read one way. Yep. (laughs) Sorry. You know? Um, so that was pretty bad. And, and, and Rachel said like, it was an assassination on my character character after I face uphill battles for my entire life and work to prove myself in my career. Um, but yeah, so then I had read something, I think it was, um, I would just pull that up, but there was something that I had pulled up that said like, yeah, here we go. Uh, Nick, Nick said that Vanessa's drama with Raven and Rachel. So apparently she also clashed with Raven. It's like two of the most likable people ever. Yeah. While getting an edit um, that makes her seem like just a super sweet, nice, normal. Like, oh, she's girl. an angel and she teaches yeah. special ed. And <laughs> isn't she just the best? What a saint, you know? And it's like, if you're not getting along with Raven and Rachel, then there's something wrong with you. Like, okay. there just has to be. Sorry. Um, and maybe she just didn't belong in that environment. I could see her as being like possessive or something. I don't know. I, I mean, I can't, I can't assume, but, but he had said, um, that, um, Vanessa wanted him to defend her amidst the drama between her and contestants, uh, Rachel and Raven, and he felt uncomfortable doing so. Uh, and that means that he didn't agree with her because, like, you shouldn't have a problem defending the person that you're with. You I know? would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that was that was like a sign to me that I was in the wrong relationship, that I didn't want to defend my ex because I knew he was in the wrong. Yeah. Um, but I did it anyway. But I was like, yee, I probably shouldn't have. Uh, um, you know, and it's like now I think about it like if someone if someone came after my boyfriend, I would like eviscerate them. <laughs> like, 
but he's so likable. Nobody would. No, no, no. He's, he's like, he's so pleasant. You know, it's like if somebody ever came after him, though, I would be like, you're dead. You know, like, so, so the fact that, you know, she's like, I want you to defend me. And he's like, he said, um, this is a quote from cheatcheat.com. Uh, I don't know who interviewed him. This probably, he probably got interviewed somewhere else. Um, oh, this was on his podcast, The, Vi- the Vile Files. Um, when I ended up with Vanessa, she, for different reasons, she didn't get along with Rachel and Raven, but I guess we didn't last as long because I suddenly was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to like, that's an insane point of view. <laughs> Uh, he's like, I would try to defend her. I would definitely not defend her the way she wanted me to defend her. And that was quite honestly, one of our biggest problems early on that we fought very much. So where it was like, why don't you have my back? And like I do, but this is an insane argument. So he clearly (laughs) sided with Raven and Rachel. And he was just like, I don't know why you're being like this. And then that was one of their biggest issues apparently. So you're not loyal to me because I have debased, crazy opinions about things and you won't support me. Yeah. I, yeah. He, yeah. And I mean, so I don't know. Does that make Nick a little bit likable? That and his Halo Top commercials? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Is, is maybe. this a long game? Is like after like 15 years or something, I'll finally be like, be yeah. like we like Nick now. <laughs> Nick is good. He's completed his character arc. Listen, Nick, next time you're in Wisconsin, just try to win us over, okay? We can be bought. We can, yeah. We can totally be bribed. Just I bet you have a lifetime supply of Halo Top. Oh, yeah. I'm very easy to bribe with ice cream. It's bring that shit over. Just get me the dairy-free kind and we can talk. I know it's the dairy state. It's ironic, but you get it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, so that that was the drama that I had heard about, you know, on... Uh, like around that season and it sounded like Rachel kind of wanted to keep it locked up. Like she didn't really want people to know, but other people were seeing about it, you know? Um, And she said, Oh, this was interesting. This is a good quote. Um, Rachel said, being in the bachelor mansion is a true test of your character. It's a high stress, low sleep situation. And I learned all I needed to know about Vanessa during that time. Uh-huh. Yep, that's a good that's a good way to kind of throw some shade without saying too much. <laughs> that's uh, well, I mean, but Rachel's so good at that. Like she's oh. so good at like phrasing things in like the absolute perfect way. It's almost know. like a lawyer. <laughs> it's almost like she's a lawyer and she is very good at uh, putting words together in just a perfect way. And I'm a writer and I can't do that right now. So clearly she's winning today. Um, and then I, okay, there's one more thing that she had said. She said, maybe because at the end, the show is more about relationships than any drama or because they didn't know how the audience would take each side of things. But what Vanessa said was offensive. So she was like kind of curious. So that what you're saying about Nick made sense. Cause she's like, I don't know why this didn't show. I'm not really sure why this didn't air. But if Nick was like, I want you to protect Vanessa, it's like, well, this is going to make Vanessa look bad. And we can tell because Rachel was right after and the same things with Lee. You know, that was a few months later or immediately after. I, I always forget which has the smaller gap. But that was like, you know, right after that. And everybody took it the way they should have taken it. 
Lee sucks. So I think they would have, Vanessa would have gotten the villain edit (laughs) uh, for saying that shit. So it's Uh, pretty interesting. It's all clear to us now. The machinations behind the scenes have been revealed. Yeah, I really like, I really do feel that way for sure. Um, Man, I, yeah, I'm looking at pictures of Grace Wade now. If you have a problem, I mean, yeah, Raven's kind of like basic or whatever, but she is really sweet. And you know what? I'm also giving her credit because she hasn't had her wedding. Yeah, that's (laughs) Raven. Didn't Raven say she like, uh, she delayed her wedding like three times already or something? times three times Uh, and good for her good for her i mean really like i think that's smart to not be having a wedding right now yeah yeah. um and she just did like a i didn't watch the whole thing i i missed it so i don't know exactly when she's having her wedding but she had done like a curology video where it's like i'm gonna wash my face and then put on makeup and talk to you about when my wedding's gonna be uh, so I think she addressed like the postponement on there and it sounds like from, from context clues, at least it sounds like it's probably like no rush. It's going to be quite a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh man, Nick file. I'm I'm glad we could finally close the book on him for now, but I, he's going to sure pop- he'll come back around. I mean, I'm sure he always comes back. He's like a Batman villain. You throw him in Arkham and you know he's going to break out and be back in your face again. <laughs> Absolutely. He's definitely going to be back. Um, and, uh, you know, we won't be ready for it, but it's what we're going to get anyway. <laughs> um, another little plug for Natasha, because I'm I've been I was scrolling through her Instagram. She um she led guided meditations at a studio at a gallery. So now I'm also thinking like, maybe it's like an artist friend. Mm. Yeah. And this guy does some pretty cool work. Um, Thomas Sanchez um, does like these really cool, like it's like if landscape art didn't suck, that's Mm -hmm. what he does. Like really cool paintings of super tall trees and these like pathways and stuff and these rivers. They're really really beautiful and really detailed. And so almost as good as Bob Ross is what you're saying. I, I was thinking like, you know, like a non shitty Thomas Kincaid. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> That's where I was going in my mind. No, it's, they're really beautiful uh, landscape paintings. So anyway, check out Thomas Sanchez or Tomas probably actually. I, I suck. Uh, Tomas Sanchez studio on Instagram. Uh, and, and buy some art, buy some, buy yourself a jilly box, buy your, or yeah, buy yourself some shit from Raven and uh, give me a damn jilly box. I want a <laughs> jilly box. I still, I as soon as I hear from the jilly box people, I will let you all know. I promise you that. <laughs> but until then, wait, who's coming up next? With oh, is it Juan Pablo? Oh, it's Juan Pablo. You better. Oh believe. my God. Oh no, I don't All want it. Coming true. This I is. I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay. Well, so get ready for next week when we shit all over Juan Pablo. Yes. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.
照冇